Hey guys, it's Dan. Uh, no doubt, many of you have noticed that my own interests have veered away from the political and toward faith-related questions. And this has shown up in the kinds of topics that we address on Depolarize, but there's still a limit to what makes sense within the framework of this show. And my interest in theology, in faith and science, in suffering and fate, all that stuff, goes pretty deep. So I have a new podcast coming out. Before I tell you about it, a quick update about Depolarize. Ellen and I will be returning within the next month or so to finish out season three. We've got at least six or seven episodes still to come. Topics for those episodes include racial reconciliation, how politics actually informs our religious preferences and not just the other way around, part two of our focus on tribalism, and another installment of While You Were Evangelizing. So expect more episodes of Depolarize in February or March at the latest. And of course, the patron-only episodes are continuing and are so much fun. I'm excited in particular for an upcoming discussion with Justin McRoberts of the At Sea podcast titled, Does It Matter If David Bazan Is Still a Christian? Dave Bazan is a popular indie Christian artist from the 90s and 2000s. Uh, where we talk about our tendency to value the faith journeys of musicians so highly and celebrities in general. What are the pitfalls of that scenario to watch out for? Does it matter? I tend to lean toward the idea that it doesn't matter at all if a good songwriter shares my religious convictions or intuitions. But it's going to be an interesting chat with Justin because he has more experience in that world. And I haven't thought about it as much as I'd like to. So I'm looking forward to talking with him about that. Now to the announcement of the new podcast. It's called You Have Permission. I'm going to play a little mini episode here that explains the show, but here's what you need to know today. The show is live and four full-length episodes are up. Here's what they're called. You have permission to believe some non-Christians are saved. You have permission to accept theistic evolution. You have permission to think theologically about aliens. Seriously. And you have permission to reject predestination. Predestination is the idea that God chooses who will be saved and who will be damned before they're even born. So you can head over to the You Have Permission feed, which is everywhere you get podcasts, or youhavepermissionpod.com and start listening now. Or you can stay here and check out this mini episode, intro, trailer episode. This is also up on the You Have Permission feed, by the way. From Ellen and myself, thank you so much for your continued support and for giving this new show a chance. See you guys later. My name is Dan Koch. Like many of you, I've been on a complicated faith journey for a number of years now. And while I tend to find myself on the progressive side of Christianity, my goal is not to make liberal converts. I want this show to be a resource for Christians to my right and to my left as well as former Christians and non-religious folks, anyone who finds themselves asking difficult questions about God, science, prayer, fate, suffering, evangelism, and more. So many of us have been given bad answers to those good questions, often by people with pure intentions. I wanna say that you have permission to take both Christianity and the modern world very seriously. And I hope to facilitate that by introducing you to people seeking God across the Christian spectrum, engaging hard questions in a multitude of ways. Thanks for listening.
I'd like to give a little bit more detail about my own faith journey, just a few minutes, followed by some clips of upcoming episodes. So in terms of my own story, I was born in 1983. I was raised in a non-denominational evangelical setting in San Jose, California. I would not say that I was raised fundamentalist. Certainly my parents were not fundamentalists, but there were some fundamentalists peppered throughout my life, mostly at Christian schools that I attended from sixth through 12th grade. And by the way, my definition of fundamentalism, because people have different ones, is any form of religion whose primary locus of authority is a perfect, unerring text. In this case, it's the Bible, but it could be the Quran or something else. Dictated perfectly by God through human authors that is simple to understand and self-interpreting. In other words, for the fundamentalist, the only real job a Christian has is to read the Bible and do what it says. Now, I have experienced some spiritual trauma at the hands of well-meaning fundamentalists in my life, mostly around the topic of end times theology or eschatology as it's known. I have what's called generalized anxiety disorder, which runs in my family. And when I was younger, I had multiple years of pretty debilitating anxiety around end times predictions. And that's really kind of probably what got me on this kick of thinking more clearly about theology and the Bible. So starting in college, when my brain was sort of able to start doing this stuff, where I studied philosophy, I began realizing that a lot of my own intuitions leaned leftward theologically of the way I was brought up. I began questioning certain tenets of the faith that I was given, homosexual exclusion, end times predictions, Old Testament stories of atrocities like the killing of the Canaanites in the promised land, hell, the limited salvation of only Christians, and more. Only for a very brief period did I ever not explicitly identify as a Christian. And looking back now, I think that I was just pretty depressed in general at that point in my life. It was maybe a few months in college at one point. Although I will admit that studying philosophy at a state school as an 18-year-old evangelical is not the simplest thing I've ever done in my life. But over the last 17 or so years, through pretty much endless reading and conversation with others, I've gradually found myself in a more theologically liberal position. To take the list above as a prompt, at this stage in my life, I am affirming of homosexual marriage. I do not believe the end times are anywhere near unless you count global warming. And probably most of us are reading the books of Revelation and Daniel all wrong to begin with. God never actually ordered the slaughter of the Canaanites. And hell might exist, but I don't think that there are any human beings in it. And I hope, and I actually do believe, that God will save everyone in the end, although I don't think that we can prove that from scripture or theological argument. But I am not as far left as many other Christians, especially politically, where I consider myself to be a centrist. If you're interested in those issues, you can listen to a whole lot of episodes of the Depolarize podcast, which is uh, one of my previous podcasts. I am also happy to be in honest and clear conversation with those who are more theologically conservative than I am, including some future guests on this show and many of my close friends. As I said in the intro, I'm not here to make converts to liberal Christianity, but I do personally happen to find many approaches in that broadly speaking progressive Christian tradition to be more to the task of answering some of the most difficult and pressing religious questions of our modern day. 
So honestly, I will more often be presenting ideas from that world than say inerrantist conservative ideas. Um, my wife and I have spent the last 10 years attending what I would call an evangelical Presbyterian church in Seattle, Washington, but I do not identify as evangelical theologically, according to most of the definitions that I have seen. Well, that's probably enough about me. You get the basic idea. Uh, I am not here to just only give my own ideas. I'm very excited to interview people who know quite a bit more than me, and that will be the majority of what this, this show is about. But if you have any specific questions that I didn't address you'd really like to know, you can email me, youhavepermissionpodcast at gmail.com. Now, let's get to some clips of future episodes. This is just three of them, uh, and it's not representative of the whole thing, but I wanted to get something out there. So this first clip is from an episode about learning from other religions, and this is Mark Vernon speaking about staying grounded within your own tradition. It's a risky business, to put it a bit more sort of challenging way to me, it is a risky business to um, turn your back or half turn your back on the Christian tradition if you're born thoroughly in a Christian culture, hmm. uh, because you might spend your life become a kind of becoming, say, a spiritual consumer, um, you know, and then you don't train yourself to know God, you just turn, train yourself to become another consumer, um, uh, you know, picking this way that seems the best or that way because it it seems to deliver the results or whatever. You know, these are these are great temptations. Next up is J.R. Daniel Kirk, New Testament scholar, who makes what I think is the best case for homosexual inclusion in the people of God. Why? Why are um, same-sex relationships problematic for biblical writers, perhaps? And that's where I'm going to bring in the and start asking the patriarchy question, which then is going to mean we have to ask the question, does Paul, who's really our New Testament writer we're dealing with here, does Paul give any evidence of sharing in his culture's anti-female patriarchal posture in his condemnation of same-sex intercourse? And I'm going to suggest that the answer is yes, that if you know what you're looking for, you can find it. And lastly, we've got Michael Ward, a C.S. Lewis scholar, discussing Lewis's view that it is not only Christians that God saves in the end. Let me quote you a, a line from Mere Christianity, which is, is often overlooked. I, I haven't known people talk much about this, but it's quite an interesting little focal point for our discussion, where he, he says, here is another thing that used to puzzle me. Is it not frightfully unfair that this new life of faith should be confined to people who have heard of Christ and been able to believe in him? But the truth is, God has not told us what his arrangements about the other people are. We do know that no man can be saved except through Christ. We do not know that only those who know him can be saved through him. And of course, we've only just scratched the surface here. Uh, here are some more topics for additional upcoming episodes that are already in the works. Therapy and counseling, predestination, biological evolution spiritual abuse and trauma, theological thinking about aliens. Yes, you heard that right. Progressive Christianity, so much more. Uh, please subscribe on whatever app you use for podcasts, and you'll get three or four full episodes coming up here in mid-January, the first day we're going to release three or four episodes, not sure which yet, um, followed by one episode every two weeks after that. 
I also put out two bonus episodes every month for those who support my podcasting work on Patreon, which is just five bucks a month. You can go to patreon.com slash Dan Koch, K-O-C-H. There's also a link to that in the show notes. I'm just having such a great time making this podcast. I've been working on it for last five months, pretty solid. And I can't wait to finally hear from you guys as you listen to it and absorb. And as you share episodes with loved ones and start conversations around these episodes, please do email me, be in touch. Let me know what you want to hear about. You have permission podcast at gmail.com. Can't wait to start this uh, adventure with you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you.